Blog Talk Radio. Panther Party wants our chapters to function so that we will be synchronized and in uniform. 
that we would have a, a, a party line and we'd be all in the same can, 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 uh, on the same mindset, so to speak. That when you leave one area that with the Panthers, that you can go to another area and those Panthers are operating within the same guidelines, which we're already doing. And, and proud to report, give a brief report up in Cleveland, man. Listen, brothers and sisters, your national chairman is doing it. I've been up here maybe two weeks now, and I'm exhausted. He's doing it. We have been in the street. When you talk about community, uh, patrolling, knowing who your neighbor is, speaking, shaking hands. You think the brother was running for office. I shook so many hands today. The only thing we didn't do was kiss babies. Um, we've been to the college campus. I had the opportunity to get on the college campus to sit in one of his meetings. He sits as he sits on the Black Study Advisory Board at Cleveland State. So I had an opportunity to sit in a one of their meetings and see how they conduct the community interaction with uh, the um, education community. And in this one of our nine local objectives, to take control of the education in our community, the brothers on the advisory board of Black State pushing and promoting a healthy, African study, a healthy African curriculum that teaches who we are, as it states in our 10-point our, our, um, platform, that we want an education that states who we are. It states that our states are not who we are, our role in this decadent society. Uh, we did the radio program, had an opportunity to sit and dialogue and have a discourse with and have a conversation with Dr. Williams over the head of uh, the Black Studies Department. Then we hit the community and went to the shop owners and uh, store owners, store owners running out and asking, hey, do watch my store and this and that. So this is the report, and I mean, even with the merchants. See, we're going to need these people in the revolution. The revolution isn't going to fund itself. You're going to have to have people who empathize and sympathize and understand your struggle and see the righteousness of your struggle, the righteousness of a mass revolution. And so the store owner was asking the brother to watch the store while he stepped here and did this and talked to this person. Uh, then we went to the community, uh, more culturally aware brothers in the community, and brothers have this building, the Lighthouse. Send a shout-out to the Lighthouse on 10-5 uh, at the Lighthouse, who opened it up to us and invited us, and then we were invited to, unfortunately, we were leaving. It was right after a Panther meeting, so we weren't able to meet that, but it invited to a um, um a, fel a um, felon's voice meeting, you know, felons united. I, I can't remember the exact title. I'm do not doing them service. And we had the Panther meeting. And then we had the, uh, man, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting something because it's just been long and going on. So it, what it set me to thinking is that our chairman is doing, our national chairman is doing. So we, if we're going to follow our leadership, our mentorship, you know, um, then we we're gonna have to we which we're doing, but we're gonna have to pick up the we're gonna have to pick up the pace if we're trying to keep up with this, bro. Tonight's show promised to be an interest interesting show. The coalition between uh, the coalition of national formation with brothers and sisters in the streets. We understand. We saw what happened in Baltimore. We see what was going on, and we saw that the young people kicked it off. We're going to be interested here at the People's New Black Panther Party, People's Talk, Black Nationalist Network. We're interested to hear your take. And we're here to take of our national chairman, Chairman Cajon, uh, and his wisdoms and advice in uh, addressing it and dealing with it and what it meant as far as our, where we're at in our revolutionary struggle. What exactly it meant? Who led the charge? What was going on? We'll talk about an interview that we saw the street tribes do, um, the Crips and the Bloods, 
And when they said, um, she asked, so are you Crips or you Bloods? They said, we black man united. What did that mean? What did that imply? What can we infer from that? What can we as revolutionaries do who are seasoned enough and stable enough in our ideology of revolutionary black nationalism, how can we take that statement, that that leaning in that direction, and build off of that and politicizing our brothers and sisters? Um, we're talking about coalition building. We're talking about, in the words of, um, our national chairman, as it states in our uh, description of it, united we live, divided we die. What does that mean? I'm interested to hear from Panthers on the line. We had a, um, we was looking at, and, and let me send this out, because we're black nationalists, and black nationalists, black nationalism is about solidarity and unity. Despite any personal thing you may have with anybody, anything like that, it's about solidarity and unity. Let me congratulate let us, the People's New Black Panther Party, be one of the first to congratulate Attorney Malik Zulu-Shabazz for hosting and sponsoring and putting on, I think, an effective demonstration, allowing the people to have their say going on. So kudos off to that for the brothers that are doing the work, man, big props. And that we hope from this that this will be the beginning of, seeing this, that the black nationalist organizations, that's another thing I did up here, set with other progressive black nationalist organizations, black nationalist society, everyone like that, our brother Akil, Minister Sharif, you know, big kudos, that we hope from that, that we can learn, that we can learn from that, that we can learn from that, that um, um, in, in, in what uh, learning build these alliances, that we can work across what they call by, we can practice bipartisanship, that we don't remain divided on things that don't have, that we don't have to be divided on. Those things that we can unify and consolidate our efforts and our energies and pull our resources to get our goals and aims and objectives accomplished, it would only be advantageous. It would only be in the best interest of us. It would be the only thing that makes any type of practical daggone sense for us to combine these forces to remove these obstacles and injustice, white supremacy and racism, as manifest in a system we call capitalism. So we we you know we want to hear we want to hear from our our callers on the line. But speaking on that, what do, what do we say? How do uh, how do we sorry how do we uh, come together and consolidate? You know, what's it what's it gonna take? What's the need for it? It's one of the things about going into the field, like I said, going into the field, getting a feel for the people. What's their what's what's their what's their condition? What's what's their needs? So, brothers and sisters, I'm sorry, I'm having a little a little bit of technical difficulty. So, if you could bear with me, just for a minute, I'm trying to figure out because I'm in the I'm in the field also. I'm up here in Cleveland. We're in the field. We're going so as we go. But I'm trying to get our computers up so we can go to our phone lines. So, if you just bear with me, be patient for a minute. Let's bring our national chair in. I was trying to get to the lines to bring our national chair in. Let's bring our national chairman in, Chairman Abdul Kaha.
Black Power? 